Hello, my self-healers and self-lovers, my podcast listeners. Welcome back to my podcast, Heal Like You Mean It, on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Bye, Susie is blessed. So I apologize for the inconsistency in audio quality because I'm trying to integrate some of the YouTube podcast videos that I had on my channel. Susie is blessed into this podcast, but once that's done, you're going to be meeting with me through this podcast platform with high quality audio every week. So excited to meet with you here through my audio podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, tea, juice, whatever you like to enjoy, get in the sun, go for a walk, or take a short nap while you listen. I hope you can take something from this and feel the sense of community within our trauma healing and core wound healing project. Feel free to DM heal.like.u.mean.it on Instagram for coaching and let's get it started. Today's topic is a little bit different. It's actually about femininity and masculinity again. So about femininity and masculinity... We have to understand when it comes to healing, sexual health is a huge part of it. So if you're someone who isn't really that much interested in the interconnection between mental health and sexual health, that's okay. You can listen to other episodes. I promise you that there's a lot to take from this episode. If we want a healthy society and if we want healthy men and women, how does criticizing, poking at insecurities going to actually bring about change, right? Because that is hurt behavior. That is victim behavior, right? I understand we are all hurt from someone. We are all hurt from ex-partners. We are all hurt from, you know, potential partners, etc. that we have met in within our path along the journey. And I have a lot of female friends, a lot of women friends who say, oh, men are all scums. Men are all shitty. All men, right? (laughs) And the truth is, it's just not true. There are so many men who are actually willing to do the work, who are trying to heal, who are trying to treat a woman well there are men even if it's just a few right there are men who want real healthy marriage there are men who want loyalty commitment mutual respect mutual support you know career growth and mindset growth there are men like that out there and sometimes it's about what we attract a lot of times we attract who we are right? For example, if I am a victim, if I approach a victim mindset to life, as effed up as it sounds, that's how I attracted my abuser, right? I have to be real with you. You're my audience. You chose to listen to my podcast. I have to be real with you because I'm here to help. How did I attract my abuser? It's because I approached the world in a victim mindset. I was hurt 
Vaguely put, I was deeply hurt by society and by the system. And before healing myself, I fell in love and I opened my space. I opened myself. I had shallow, shitty <laughs> boundaries. And that's how I got myself in a situation, right? Like I always say in my other episodes, I don't want to victim blame. But we really have to take accountability. We have to take accountability for what happens in our lives. But a lot of people don't want to do that because it's hard. So what we do instead is, I hate men. I hate women. Right? All men just want sex. I hate men. All women just want money. I hate women. And the more we perpetuate this kind of idea in society and we create an echo chamber of this kind of thought behavior, the more we actually create men who only want sex and we only create women who want money or resources, right? So let me give you an example. Let's say a man and a woman comes together and they fall in love or have a situationship. But then the woman, deep down, her subconscious mind tells her, I hate all men. Even though biologically or instinctually I am attracted to men and I want a husband or I want a boyfriend... I hate all men because I have been hurt by men, either by one person or by many, many people in the past. So subconsciously, I haven't healed that. So I hate all men. Let's say that's her heart space. That's where her mindset is, whether she communicates that or not. And that shows in her behaviors over time by using him for either resources without actually appreciating it right and let's say that that becomes a continuous behavior right she doesn't open up her mind she doesn't open to love she doesn't actually check herself or check the relationship to see if is this a man that I want in my future? Is this a man that is worthy of my time, worthy of our situationship? Is this someone that aligns with my values? Does he bring me happiness and joy? You become clouded to your own intuition, clouded from, right? So let's say the woman's values are, I want a man who makes me laugh. I want a man who's a protector, a caretaker, or a giver. I love a man who can pay for my meals, or I love a man who can show continuous acts of service, or I want a man who provides quality time, whatever it may be. It's different for, you know, every woman, but when you have that I hate all men mind space in your heart, 
you actually don't take the time to see if the man in front of you aligns with your happiness, aligns with your values, or what brings you joy. Instead, you overlook what his good qualities or what his overall qualities may be, and you just view it in a sense that, what can I get out of this man? Because at the end of the day, he's going to hurt me anyway. So why don't I just use him, right? I know that most women don't actually think like this, right? Most women don't actually consciously think in this way. It's a very unhealthy thought pattern. But to be honest, I've seen women who actually (laughs) consciously think this way or they deny it. But that's essentially what they're doing, right? For example, I've lived with a woman once who claimed to be interested in her man. But when I listened to her, when I actually sat down and observed her, when I sat down and listened to what she had to say about her man, all I could hear was, I want more from him. I need more. I need him to spend more money on me. I need him to this and this and that. I couldn't figure out if she actually wanted a man or just a resource. But when I actually got to know this person, she actually wanted a man. She didn't want a resource. So I asked myself, if she wants a real man, a long-term partner, why is she hyper-focused on resources? Because yes, we all want a man who has resources. We, We want someone who will bring us comfort, peace, financial stability, emotional stability. We all want those things. But what's with the hyper-focus on resources? And I realized she was emotionally unavailable, right? When you are emotionally available, you don't hyper-focus on resources. It just becomes one of the many things that you focus on when you evaluate a man, when you evaluate a a future potential partner. It'll just be one out of, you know, maybe 20 values, one out of 20 qualities that you look out for. So this is what I see. It's not that women are gold diggers. It's that a lot of women are just hurt by men. A lot of women dealt with abusers or men who only see women as pleasure givers, bodies, or... Something to toy with, something to play with, something that's just pretty to have next to them. And when women become victims of that kind of men for a long period of time, or when their heart is damaged, when their heart is broken, unhealed, full transparency, I've been there. When I had my heart space completely locked up from my past relationships, I realized maybe I'll use men as well. Men used me so harshly. So what I do back to them is really nothing. I hear so many women say, men use us for sex. So me using them for money is just nothing, right? If if men are just using women for sex... We will use them back by using them for money. And that's just the tip of the iceberg compared to what they do to us. And yes, that's true. I agree with that. However much money or whatever the fuck you take from a man 
won't hurt him as much as what a man can do to a woman if it involves sexual assault or, you know, using for sex, whether there were there was consent or not. But really, what I want to say in this episode is that that's not the solution. Don't we want to be solution focused? Do we want to be resentful, unhealed, and targeting each other? You know, creating a harsh barrier between men and women, men against women, women versus men. Is that going to heal our society? Is that going to heal patriarchy? It won't. It's not solution focused. It's just problem focused, right? And this is what I want to talk about because, <laughs> frankly, when my women friends complain about men invade their mind space, I don't want to invade their boundaries and say, "Well, you know, you're also the problem." <laughs> like I can't say that, but if you chose to listen to this episode. It's something to think about. I'm not saying women caused this. Women didn't. Patriarchy did. But when we blame men and then use money and resource grabbing as a revenge mechanism, as a revenge method, it actually doesn't work. What it actually ends up doing is just fueling the flame. We create more men. Who will use women for sex? We create more men who will only see women as something to use. Because what will men do once they realize women are using them? They'll be like, "Oh, well, I'll use women back as well." Let's say a man was used by ten or fifteen women who were quote unquote gold diggers. If a man doesn't get therapy, if a man doesn't have a good team of healthy men surrounded, he becomes susceptible to the thought pattern of, "Well, I feel used and worn out at this point. I try to approach women healthily the past fourteen, fifteen times, and it didn't work. And all they want is my money. Then why the fuck wouldn't I just use them back for sex?" The human mind is weak. The human mind is susceptible to insecurities, vengefulness. It's heartbreaking. It hurts me. It hurts to see that. But I can't support my women friends doing that. I can't because it will hurt us back. Karma is not just a mystical thing. Karma is also scientific. It comes around whether it takes a few years or a few decades. Keep creating a society where women use men, and keep creating a society where men use women. Do you not think it will come back around? So, if your end goal is to meet healthy. Women or healthy men, stop doing that. Stop using the other sex. Stop thinking black and white. The black and white thinking will bring black and white results. 
So what I pledge to do for myself is I don't want to use men. I want to approach men with the firm belief that this man has a pure soul in him somewhere. He is capable of real love. He has a healthy soul. And it only takes one person, it only takes one woman to make him want to change his mind, change his life, and be healthy. And I'm not saying cross your own boundaries and let someone use you. Please don't do that, right? I'm not saying you can fix him. No, you can't. Don't go approach someone with the I can fix him, I can fix her mindset. What I'm saying is have a core belief that everyone has an inner child and everyone is hurt. Everyone can eventually come out the other end in a healthy mindset. I'm not saying being the fixer to, you know, don't date a project. Don't try to, I'm going to be the one to change his mind. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is when you have that core belief that every man is healthy, it's just the difference is, is this an already healthy man or is this a man in the healing process and do I have to step back? Do I have to step away? Do I have to give him time and focus on myself, focus on someone else, focus on something else, right? There's always a way and it doesn't have to be an unhealthy way, right? I made the mistake of dating unhealthy men. Everyone has. I dated a man who thought women are just something to have as a pretty decoration. And once you feel rejected, you can use her. Or once you feel rejected, you can criticize her, put her down, make her feel insecure, tell her she's a slut. Tell her her sexuality is invalid. Tell her her sexuality is something to be shameful of. I have dated someone like that. And there are many men like that. A lot of them. That's why I'm so sex positive. Because you can't break me down. You can't break my soul, baby. Right? <laughs> because if you as a woman is empowered and you feel confident in your own sexuality and you feel confident... In your mindset, when you bring that energy of, I believe that every man and every woman is healthy. And if you're not going to show me healthy behaviors, I'm just going to step away. I can't argue with you. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to fix you. Come correct when you are healed. Come back when you can be healthy around me. When you can be that woman, that's when you're a goddess. That's when you're the empress. And I want you to be that way. I'm on that journey as well. And part of my journey is sharing this message with you. Does this trigger you? If this triggers you, that's that unhealed part of you. When I tell you this story in this episode, what comes up for you? Are you thinking, well... I've never fucking met a man who didn't try to use me for sex. Or I didn't fucking meet a man who didn't end up being a piece of shit. Or I didn't fucking meet a woman who didn't try to get something out of me. Didn't try to evaluate me for what I can provide her. Didn't try to evaluate me solely for 
how much money I had in my bank account. Is that is what comes up for you? That's the unhealed part of you. It comes up for me as well. It always does. It always will. That's the society we live in. I don't want to criticize you for that. You're just part of the system. There's nothing wrong with you. Nothing at all. But it's up to us to heal that pattern. It's up to us to be the one to change, bring micro changes to the patriarchal system in the matrix, in the fucked up sexist world that we lived in. The best we can do is heal ourselves. And once we start the journey of healing ourselves, we heal our friends, our community, our family, our system. I hope you can sit on that, journal about it, talk about it, re-listen to this episode if you're still confused. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope I can talk more about this. I hope I can get more feedback from you. And I hope you can become a healthy man or a healthy woman.